Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley radio show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Del challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, today, my friends, uh, we're going to have one of those conversations that are very difficult to have. Um, as I tiptoe through the tulips here, I have to make sure that I'm careful not to send too strong of a message the wrong way. I just really, I'm going to just have to jump in and try to do it and explain to you that I'm doing it for your own good. And that is this. Let's talk about the coronavirus. Let's talk about the stock market crash. Let's talk about all those things that are going on around you right now. Uh, what we'll leave out is the other third thing that you're tired of hearing about on TV, I'm sure, all day long, and that is the political situation. We'll sum the political thing up very, very quickly. Uh, they didn't want Bernie, which everybody in the Democratic Party just kicked him out, which means basically, thank God, the other people in this country, the other side of the political you know, arena out there, which is... Um, Remember, there's two sides. You've got your conservatives, you've got your liberals, you've got your uh, progressives. But even that the progressive group of individuals out there don't really want socialism. And they made that quite clear by pulling Bernie aside and basically saying, we're not going to let you win. And uh, as much as that's an insult to everybody out there on uh, probably both sides. Um, and by the way, I have to let you know this. I, I'm not really on either side um, I'm more of a libertarian, like, just leave me alone kind of guy, but, you know, whatever. My one vote means one vote, which means nothing. And I don't take the time too often to get too political. 
because I think that's enough of that's gone on out there. You got to figure out what you believe in or not. But I can talk to what it means to you financially. There is a difference there. And uh, when that does come up, when there is a political comment, it's probably based on uh, what I think it means to you financially in this situation. But in this particular case, the political stuff that's going on has nothing to do with the coronavirus, which is really the big challenge that we're faced with at this moment as a country, as a globe. And uh, so the political stuff is, it's just, I'm going to shut and dry and say, here's what we're looking at. And you write this down right now, if you like, and come back to it 12 months from now. But Bernie's going to be out. Biden's going to be in. Trump's going to be Biden. That's not my personal preference speaking. That's just look at it from the logical point of view. Biden can barely talk. He can't remember where he's at. He doesn't know sometimes who he's with. He just is it's going to show up. They can't hide him forever and it's going to show up. So it's it's going to be kind of a slaughter. I think um, the only thing you'll have is you'll have the no Trumpers, the people that hate Trump uh, going against everybody else that doesn't want somebody that can barely even communicate anymore. Uh, as being in control of our whole country. Uh, having said that, that's enough politics, because I think uh, we'll go 12 months bickering back and forth and newscast day in, day out, day in, day out for the rest of your life. You can sit there and spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of your life wasted watching that stuff on TV. Or you can get busy and do something that's going to make a difference for you. That stuff will turn out like it is 12 months from now or whenever it is. The next election is, I'm not even sure. I didn't even look it up. But the, the bottom line is, is that... Um, what we have is the possibility to change our lives at this moment. And that's why I'm here today with this conversation. This conversation is from the heart. I made a lot of money in two different years of my life, two different periods of my life. One of them was right after the 87 crash when I lost a lot of money in Black Monday. But the crash and the recession uh, that was dedicated to that period allowed me to buy single-family houses 50 cents on the dollar, which was the jump start to my real estate career. Um, it was just so happened that the pain uh, that came out of losing money in the stock market crash in 1987 on Black Monday was the pain that stimulated me to look into buying single-family houses and hence started a whole new career for me and allowed me to, within two and a half years, to create enough cash flow to be able to quit my full-time job and just go full-time as a real estate investor, um, which I called retirement because really when you're running a bunch of houses, it's not a job. It's not a full-time job in any way, shape, or form. So um, I bought my life back from corporate America, but there was a reason in that time I don't even think I understood what the reason was because I was too much of a neophyte to understand it. But I was buying houses 50 cents on the dollar. And guys, when you can buy houses 50 cents on the dollar, you can get massively rich, especially since there's ways to finance them with nothing down. When you get into the situation where houses are starting to sell cheap, say, well, why will houses start to sell cheap? Well, let's take a look at the, what's going on. Right? If people continue to lose their jobs, we shut down the travel industry almost completely now. What are those people going to do to survive? Yeah, they're saying there's short-term stimulus things and packages. You're going to give them some money here and there. But that's not going to be enough money to survive. I mean, those, that, that money that they've, $8 billion that they've uh, allotted is going to go to pork. There's going to be a lot of rich politicians out of this thing. But very few people are going to get the money they need to take care of the fact that they don't have a job. 
And when they don't have a job, they can't afford to make their house payments. When they can't make their house payments, their house payments, their houses are going to go into foreclosure. It may be a two-sided effect. It might be that not only did they lose their job, but somebody in their family sick. And because of that, they've got hit with bills. I was reading an article the other day that people were coming away from the hospital after just a short visit for this um, coronavirus with three and $4,000 out-of-pocket bills. Now, the president said, well, we're going to try to get the insurance companies to take away all deductibles. He said that, but do I, I don't believe that. I mean, do you? We'll see. I'd like to be wrong and hope that they would do that for somebody. You see where the liberalism comes into me? I'd like to see people survive. I'd like to see people not get their whole life savings wiped out, right? Um, so there's that soft liberal underbelly to my conversation. Um, but as you look, look at this thing, do you really think that's going to happen? I don't think that they can get the money to the right people at the right time to solve the problem because money always ends up staying with the rich, staying with the politically powerful. And so if you're not one of those, you're not going to be able to benefit and you're going to lose something. What are you going to lose? You're going to lose your job. You're going to lose your home. Um, you're going to lose your wealth. It's going to go down because you're going to live off of it and you're going to become financially weaker as a family. Uh, maybe because somebody in your family gets sick. What do you do if your grandparents or your parents get sick? And they go in the hospital and they put them on a respirator and, you know, cost ten, twenty thousand bucks to be there. Are you going to pay for that? Right? What What is going to pay for that? Is Medicare, Medicaid going to pay for that? I don't know. I just, in my mind's eye, remember on almost every recession I've lived through, and I've lived through three or four of them, is that when the times get tough, it's the outer edge people that get squeezed. It's not the rich people. They'll survive it. It's the outer edge people. They're going to get squeezed. And they're going to be hurt. And when they're hurt, they're going to lose their homes. And who's going to buy those homes? People that have money. Real estate investors like myself and other people. We're going to come in and buy those homes 50 cents on the dollar. Then we're going to turn around and we're going to have all these people that don't have a place to live. And we're going to rent to them. And we'll rent to them back to what they were you know, used to paying because, you know, that's what they're used to paying. But we bought the house for 50 cents on the dollar. Our mortgage payment is much lower than what theirs is. So we can maybe even let them rent there a little cheaper than what you, they were paying mortgage payments on. And hence, the difference is they still got a place to live, but we own the asset and they don't. As the assets appreciate over time, we become wealthier and wealthier and wealthier. And this is why the left believes that the money should be taken away from the wealthy, because money itself, wealth itself, perpetuates itself. So not only are we making the cash flow from the people paying us the rent to live in the houses, we're also grabbing the accumulated wealth as the appreciation occurs. So take, for example, the house that could be bought for back when I was a buying them. Uh, it was worth about $50,000. A house was when it was built and it bought for 25,000 bucks in this market. That'd be a house that built about 200. We could buy for a hundred and think about what happens over the next five years after the recession is over, because this virus will go away. It will kill some people. How many, we don't know. Uh, if you stick your finger and this is going to sound really terrible guys, I know this is, but I want you to think about it logically. Other than if one of those people that dies is you or one of your family or friends, stick your finger in the water and pull it out and go, wow, they're gone. Has that changed our world? We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show.
Have you been wondering what happens at our free workshop? It's simple. We teach the seven principles we use to run our families and businesses. We review case studies for both single family and multifamily properties so you can see how the numbers really work. We reveal the five reasons you should invest in real estate and we show you how every dollar you invest in a piece of real estate makes you money five ways. It's time to get this life-changing information. Register today at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Stop making excuses. Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to GetMyMapNow.com. That's GetMyMapNow.com. What would two to five hundred dollars extra income a month do for you? It's one of the five ways investment real estate earns money. And at Lifestyles Unlimited, we will show you how. Lifestyles Unlimited has been teaching people how to invest in real estate for 29 years. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you the five ways to make money with real estate investing. The first way is cash flow. Cash flow is the reason we seek passive income producing assets. When you have cash flow, you have income. You buy a piece of real estate where the rental income is greater than the monthly income income by a decent margin. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you about proper cash flow and other ways that real estate makes you money. To learn how to attend a free Lifestyles Unlimited workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and learn the map to financial freedom in less than five years. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com, lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today I'm talking about the fact that we may be in the largest opportunistic situation we've been in a long time to make some really, really large money. And I'm explaining the fact that I've been lived through quite a few different um, 
market crashes and or slash, you know, recessions and so forth. And what I found is that I was been able to make more money during those periods of my life than I ever did any other time. And I made the point right before we went to break that I don't think it was made clearly enough is that, look, I said, unless someone is dying as somebody you know personally or a friend of yours, the fact that 32 people, 33 people have died so far, and even if that becomes 10 times that, 300 people, yes, we hate to see even one person die, especially if you know them. But think about this. 50,000 people a year get killed in automobiles. 50,000 a year. We're at 36. Is, is this really that big a deal? And the answer is yes, it is, because maybe it could be 50,000 people. But they don't stop people from driving cars, you know. How many hundreds of thousands of people die from smoking a year? They don't make smoking illegal, right? They've cut it back quite a bit. But still, you can do it. You still have the right to kill yourself, right? And this is a situation where you don't have the right to kill yourself. You know, somebody else is spreading this disease to you and you don't really have any way to protect yourself. Well, then that's not fair. So I understand that. I'm not talking about it being, you know, heartless here. What I'm talking about is understanding this too shall pass. But when it does, it's not going to eliminate enough people in this world to have made any difference. What it will do, right? And remember, when you had Ebola in South Africa, weren't there millions of people that died? I mean, don't quote me. I don't know. I didn't look it up. But I'm thinking I remember the, the word millions of people died, uh, you know, tribal slaughters in Africa. I mean, think about all the different things where people get wiped out in masses. Uh, this is something that is bad. It's terrible. It's terrible that's happening. And it should be attack the way they're attacking it. But when it's all over, and it will be, a lot of money is going to have changed hands. And that money is going to go from the poor to the rich. Because the rich have enough wherewithal to get through these types of situations. So right now, here you are, you're 65, 70 years of age, and you're thinking, this was my year. Talked to a guy the other day, he goes, I'm six months away, and I'm out. Yeah, he was until this. Stock market went from 29,000, it's down 2,000 today to 21,000. That's a 30% reduction. He is 30% less able to retire today. And he wasn't quite ready yet. If I could get just a little bit more, but he couldn't because he just lost 30%. Now, one thing you have to understand, guys, is that when you lose 50% of what you have, you now need a 100% gain to get back up. You don't need 50, 50%. If you've got five bucks and you gain 50%, you're at $7.50, right? If you had $10, it drops 50%, you're at $5. To get back, you need a 100% gain on that $5. So it's harder and harder and harder to grow wealth when you destroy your principal, and that's what the stock market is doing. So all these people out here are losing all this wealth. Where's it going? It's going to the smart people that know how to short the stock market. It's going to people that are buying other assets, the assets these people are losing. So let's talk about what really happens during one of these uh, situations. First of all, the stock market crash sets the mood. That's the one that sets everybody off. Oh, my God, the world's coming to an end. Once that happens, then they start closing businesses. And that means the elimination of employment and elimination of employment means people can't pay their bills. People can't pay their bills. We have repossessions and we start to see assets moving around. 
right? And moving around for much, much smaller prices. Next, people get distracted. So all of the opportunities that are there right before their nose are no longer visible to them because they are distracted. So here it is, your buddy loses his house for 50 cents on the dollar. It's your neighbor. You could buy that house right next to you for 50 cents on the dollar, but you don't. Why? Because you're distracted. You lost all that money in the stock market. You're afraid to spend any more money. What if real estate goes down? Your friend just lost 50% of the value of the home right next to you. What if your home goes down 50%? You're distracted with the downside blues. You know, the one thing about when markets start going down, there's always that saying, why don't you buy on the way down? And people go, because it's like trying to catch a knife. You just don't know if it's going to cut you or not. You just can't catch it in time. What if you catch it at the wrong point and it slices you to pieces, right? So what do people start to do? And we've already seen it. <laughs> I was laughing my head off. Um, I guess I'm laughing my head off because it's just myself and my wife living at this house and a bunch of cats. But people are going out and hoarding toilet paper. Toilet paper. There's the next big investment for everybody. Let's go buy into toilet paper companies. They're, they're hoarding toilet paper, guys. What does that tell you about the priorities in a person's life, right? Water, I get. Water, I get. But toilet paper, but whatever. I guess if you put it in one end, it's probably going to eventually need the other end to be taken care of. But the bottom line is, is that I'm not looking at that. I'm watching what's going on around me. I'm looking saying, hmm, has it hit yet? Where? Where's that first, first death star, Right. And people start hoarding cash. I heard the other day I was out um, getting my water because I want to make sure I have water. Of course, I have a well, which runs by itself. I have a generator, which runs even if the electricity goes out. So I live in a, an area of this completely surrounded gated community, and every guy in this neighborhood is carrying, uh, and not a little bit a lot. So the bottom line is we're probably pretty secure up here in this little mountain. But the reality is is that while all this is going on, down the mountain, out there in the real world, people are starting to get crazy. And what are they doing? Number one, they're hoarding cash. Why? Because if the banks close, I can't get to my money. No matter how much money I have, it's no good if I can't get to my money, right? So they start hoarding cash. Somebody go, ooh, I didn't even think of that one. I better go get some cash, right? Number two, they start buying gold and silver because they figure even if the U.S. currency becomes worth nothing, gold and silver will be worth something. They'll be able to barter with gold and silver. I'd like to see you take a gold bar and, like, take a knife and shave off a piece and go, okay, I need a loaf of bread. That's, that's kind of ridiculous, but that's the way they're seeing it, right? And all this is based on 33 dead people. It's going to destroy the infrastructure of this country because of 33 dead people, which over in Italy, I think I saw it was like 360 people had died. And it's a much smaller place. I mean, that's the, Italy's probably the size of one of our smallest states. So percentage-wise, it's a very, very large percentage. But Italy isn't going anywhere. You're not going to be able to go to Italy and buy Italy tomorrow because the entire country's gone. Everybody's dead. I hope you all realize that. This too shall pass, and when it does, the only question is going to be, have you taken advantage of the situation? 
Are you afraid to go out there in public, which means you can't buy anything? Are you afraid to go get rich? When we come back, I'm going to talk about how much money I made in the last recession. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. We're talking about the fact that you may be passing by the greatest opportunity that you will see in your lifetime. Um, it hasn't occurred yet, but after 30 years of doing real estate, investing in real estate, teaching other people to invest in real estate, um, I can see it. And we are at the precipice right now. Think about the difference. I'm sitting here owning real estate that's making me money. People are paying me rent. I'm getting cash flow. Interest rates are going down, which is making my real estate worth even more. Uh, the further the recession goes, the lower the lower interest rates. As you lower interest rates, cash flow becomes worth more, so your asset becomes worth more. So my asset becomes worth more and more and more each year. All my assets do that way. And then you take a look at, from that situation, now people are bailing out of assets. And you can go buy more assets that will make you money. You can buy them very, very inexpensively. Whew. It's just a gold mine, guys. It's just a gold mine. So let's walk you through this little story. I bought a bunch of apartment complexes a long time ago. And I bought them for, I think, 10000 a door for one. Then I moved right next door and bought the next one for like fourteen, thirteen thousand a door. And then I think I paid the one down the street, the next one down the street, I paid like 19000 a door for. And the one right around the corner, I bought two more. Then I think I paid like 20000 25000 something like that. It's so long ago, I don't remember. Um, but the bottom line was is that I was buying during an upward move, but I started in a downward move in a recession. I got the properties cheap, and each year I had to pay a little bit more to buy the one next to it and the one next to it and the one next to it. Kept those properties for about 15 years, made a lot of money with them. And lo and behold, those values tripled, quadrupled for the value of those properties, anywhere from purchased at 10, now they're all worth 30, 35, and today they're worth about 60. But at, at the point where they got to be about 30, 35, for those, the marketplace uh, decided to take a crash, and that was in 2008. And, you know, they closed up all the banks and people losing all their homes, and it was just a disaster. And you've all are old enough to have lived through it. If you didn't live through that, then you're probably too young to be listening to this show. 
But the bottom line is, is that during 2008, 2009, 2010, where everybody was afraid and the values kept going down, this is what happened to me. I was going for an apartment complex that would have cost $35,000 a door, thirty to $35,000 a door. It was a newer property than the ones that I had bought for ten that were now worth thirty to thirty-five thousand a door. <clears throat> Excuse me, this one was newer than that. And what I want you to understand was that at that time, I had owned the most property units I'd ever owned was around five hundred units. That was my totality, and it was way more than I needed to be financially secure and financially free. But at this point, I had decided that you know how could you pass up this marketplace? So I decided to get in. And uh, I purchased something at twenty-five thousand a door. It was two hundred fifty-six units, and that was ten thousand a door cheaper than I was willing to sell mine. So uh, while this recession thing came on, I didn't sell any of my properties. Are you crazy? I wouldn't sell for fifty cents on the dollar. I just kept making the income on the properties, and the income didn't go away because all the people that couldn't afford to buy homes were renting. And so we just kept making money. So I bought this one for $25,000 a door. We got into it and started working on it. And lo and behold, not very much longer away from them, the guy that we, I think the same agent that sold this one, has come to us and said, hey, what about this deal we have here? It's Christmas time. And nobody wants to take and look at any real estate on Christmas. And here we have this foreclosure. It's available. And you can get it. And uh, it's 270 units. And we just closed 255 or 200. Yeah, 250 something. And um, he said, This is 270 units, and you know, you can get it for really cheap. And I said, Well, how much is really cheap? He said, 19,000 a door. And I'm like, Holy smokes. Now, this property was even newer than the one I just bought, and it was in better shape than the one I just bought. So at 19,000 a door, that was a no brainer. We had to go ahead and do that deal. So we picked up the 19,000 a door, 270 unit property. And uh, there you go. Uh, things are clicking along. We're really, really happy. And, um, you know, the marketplace has crashed. People are getting scared and more scared every day. So the prices just kept going down and properties kept going out of business. And the reason they go out of business is because they were overcapitalized. People had put way too much debt on them and people that didn't know how to run them couldn't keep them cash flowing. Uh, because they had terrible products at terrible prices. We had great products at great prices. So there is people that are going to live somewhere. Remember that. There's always people, and they have to live somewhere. Now, I bought a property. The next one that they came to me with was they wanted um, 16000 a door for it. It was 320 units. And we went in, we looked at it, and uh, we analyzed it. And we said, nah, there's 50% vacancy on this property. This thing can't. We can't make this thing survive. And they go, I said, uh, you know, I won't give you $16,000. i will give you 14000 a door for it. And they said, no way, never in a million years would we take fourteen. And so they turned around and they sold somebody else for sixteen. That person went into their due diligence, actually, you know, went into contract and went into due diligence and found out that by the time they had gotten in there and did their due diligence, the property was now down under 40% occupancy. And it scared them. I mean, that's a big property, 320 units with nobody in it. It's like a giant city empty. So they backed out of it, and the guys came back to me and said, okay, look, will you take the 14000 you offered us? And I said, no. Well, I said, let me go back and do some due diligence. So we went back and looked at it again, another look, and by now it was down to 26% occupied. 
And um, everybody that was in there was a felon. They were just bad people, just like squatters and stuff. And I said, look, guys, you got a problem here. You're really, really, really in trouble. You need to sell this thing. And I know that you want to sell it to me. And what they want to do is sell it to me for $14,000 and then finance it for me. So I had to put very little down on the deal. Um, but they had massive leverage over me, having a big mortgage with nobody living there. I'm paying mortgage payments out of my pocket. And I said, nah, it's just too too aggressive for me. I said, I'll tell you what to do. Why don't we let, why don't we buy it from you and pay cash and get you out of it completely? And really that's all they wanted. That was, that was like, you know, music to them, get out of it, get away from it. You know, they had financed it at 35000 a door. That was the debt on the property at the time, not the value of the property. The property must have been worth about fifty grand a door or so to have debt of thirty five or maybe a little less, maybe 40, I don't know, 45. But the reality was they were they were losing their shirt on the deal and they just wanted to get, get out of it, get it off their books. So I offered them eight grand a door and they took it. But it was all cash. So I paid cash for it, and I paid cash for the renovation. We paid cash um, for the negative carry, which meant we lost money while we first started fixing it and filling it back up. And all told, then, you know, we were all in for something like 14000 a door after we paid for all the rehab and all the uh, money we lost to get into the deal, whatever. I think we're in for like fourteen grand a door or something like that when it was all done. Said and done, right? So here we go. By doing that, I filled that place back up 100% full within 18 months. And when it was full at 18 months, 100% full, um, we turned around, refinanced, and pulled all of our money back out of it, plus profit. Very, very profitable. Very profitable. Everybody who was in the deal made 185% uh, of the money they put in, and I made much, much more because I was the lead investor on the deal. So, interestingly enough, because we filled it up, we put three other apartment complexes in the neighborhood out of business because we were offering rents way cheaper than theirs uh, just to steal all their tenants, quite honestly. And so we stole all their tenants, and then we raised our rents back up to full. But by then, they couldn't withstand it, and they went out of business. They came to us and said, do you want to buy them? And here was the mistake I made. I said, no. I said, yes, I'll buy it. And they said, well, how much will you give us for us? I said, well, because you gave me this one for eight, and it was completely empty, basically. And these are 50% occupied. I'll go back to the original offer we had of 16000 In fact, I'll go 17000 And they said, no, I'm sorry. We can't sell it to you for 17000 I said, well, why not? Remember what happened last time we got in this negotiation. And they said, because we've already got offers at 27000 a door. And so three properties went out of business. I got none of the three properties at 27000 a door. Now, long story, shortened down. Uh, I sold my property, that property, way, way higher than that what I bought it at and higher than the 27000 by quite a bit. I could have made all that money on those other properties, but I didn't. Why? Because we still felt that the knife was falling, but the knife had stopped falling. In fact, the month or two later, somebody offered us a property. It was all two bedrooms, which had very high rent. It was a very nice property in good condition. And we bought it for 19000 a door, and we feel we stole it at 19000 a door. It was just an unbelievable steal uh, because I think we eventually turned around and sold that one for thirty-five or 40000 a door. So, my friends, think about what I'm talking about. We'll come back from break. I'll sum it up on how you can get rich right now.
What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. You have to decide, am I willing to get in right now? Is the world over? Is the good world over? Is it going to crash? Missed your chance to ask Dell a question during the show? You can connect with Dell off the air, too. Go to DellOnTheRadio.com, click on the Twitter link, and ask your question. Hashtag AskDell. I believe that a good teacher has the skill set to be able to bring people through multiple levels of learning that are completely different from one another. Have a comment for Dell instead? Use hashtag TellDell. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Talk 1370, the right choice. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. So let's finalize this thing. Let's pull full circle here. I made more money in two years during the 2008 recession than I made my entire life previous to that. So let's take a net worth just so you can appreciate it. If my net worth were somewhere around $10 million, I made $20 million. My net worth became $30 million. Uh, if your net worth was a million, that would have meant you had been worth $3 million. Uh, whatever those numbers are, I don't know what yours are. I don't even actually know what mine are exactly. But the reality is it was a 200% increase in my net worth over that period of time, two or three years, that that recession occurred. It was unbelievable. It really was unbelievable. And uh, I just think if you are not right now prepared to take action when this occurs again, then you're going you're gonna to pass it up. You're going to miss it. So here's what we've done at Lifestyles, because we realize that you're scared. What we're doing is, number one, uh, we're putting as many classes as we can online. Now, we've had online training for for years and years and years, we've had this online training. Uh, but we've also had live online training. Uh, we have actually have a TV studio in one of our offices, and we uh, simulcast the stuff that we do. So we're going to do more of our stuff on simulcast-type mode for people that you know don't want to get out of the house for whatever. Maybe they're sick. They can't get out. Hey, if you're stranded, you're sick, or you can't get out, and you're not working, and you have nothing to do, isn't that the perfect time to, to learn all the stuff you wanted to learn to change your life? You know, all these people said, I'd, I'd, I'd love to do what you do, but I just don't have the time to learn how to do it and get started. This is that time, guys. For those of you who want to come, because you're the type of person like I am, where I need a live person, I need a touchy-feely, I need to know they're real, uh, our seminar rooms are being cleaned every day. Uh, we're cleaning them. Uh, all of our chairs, all of our doors, all of our handles, all of everything are being cleaned uh, with some type of a scrub, alcoholic scrub, every single day. 
And if we have a live event, while the live event is going on, we will be cleaning the door handles, knobs, doors, and so forth, and countertops, everything, during the event on a regular basis. And then when everybody leaves, we'll come back in with the maid crew and clean it again. So we are going to try to keep our place as clean as possible, uh, make it a good place to be. Uh, we have room for lots and lots of people in our large seminar room, so you don't have to sit around on top of each other if you don't want to. Uh, you know, you can you can keep your distance. And uh, if you want to wear gloves or face mask or whatever, that's fine, too. No one's going to hate you for that. Uh, they'll probably thank you for that. Uh, one thing be aware of, though, and that is this, and I must warn you this. If you come in and you're sick, if you're coughing or you're sneezing, you're going to be politely asked to leave and given a number to contact someone who will help you get to the online version of our events. Because, quite honestly, we can't have someone in there that, you know, if there's any an ounce of prevention that we can say, hey, look, I'm sorry, for the, for the sake of the whole, the one has to go home. And that will occur. So I'm just warning you that up front. If you're sick, please don't come in. Don't show up because you will be asked to leave, okay? And just do it for the right reason. Don't come because. But if you can't come because of that, get in touch with us anyway because we're going to give you a way to get involved in the session through some type of remote viewing. So you absolutely want to be, you know, involved right now, right, right now. And, uh, you want to get started now because you don't want to miss this opportunity. When this drops, and look, the Dow Jones are already doing it. They're down 30%. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine waking up? I, I'm, I'm sitting here like I don't have any money in the stock market, so I'm just thinking, my God, can I imagine waking up and 30% of my net worth was gone? And not like I have an asset. It's just 30% of my net worth is gone. I can't get it. It's, it's disappeared. So... You know, hey, sometimes it takes that pain. It took that pain for me to get out of the stock market and to get into real estate. Maybe this is the pain you needed to make that transition. But if it's all possible, this is the time to start looking into this. Because whether or not the stock market comes, jumps back or bounces back or whatever it does to come back, I don't know how you really call that. The bottom line is, is that the real estate stuff is going to be here. It moves in a much slower track. And that's one of the last things I want to share with you here is this. I used to tell people this all the time. I haven't used it in a long time because the stock market's been pretty good for the last eight or 10 years. But I said, you know, the stock market's like having a guy come up to you and put a gun to your head and say, give me all your money or I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to pull the trigger. And of course, you give them the money because you know you can't outrun a bullet. But think of how stupid it is for you to go stand on a train track and a guy with a train says, give me all your money or I'm gonna run you down with the train. Well, you realize that first of all, the train has to get started falling, moving to run you down. Second of all, all you do is step off the train track and it goes right on by. That's how easy real estate is to stay safe. It takes a long time for things to happen, which gives you the preemptive time to think it through and make the right decisions and position yourself so you don't take those major, massive hits that you take in something like the stock market. So my friends, it's time. I did the show today for you. Please think about what I said today. When this is all over, the people will still be here, but the money will be in different pockets. It will have moved from the poor to the wealthy. 
You now have a choice. As I draw a line in the sand, grasshopper, I ask you to step across the line. And if you step across the line, you're now on my side. You're now on the side that's going to be at the table pulling the chips in. Or you can stay on that side and be the person pushing the chips over across the table. It's just a game. It's the game of life. It's money. It's finance. It's what people do every day. But some of us know how to play that game and win. Some of us know how to win on a regular basis. And some of us don't. Hopefully, this will be the month that you will change that and you will move yourself onto this side of the equation. And remember, it's not just to make some money when it's all over with. It's to increase the quality and substance of your life. As I've said for 30 years, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. KJCE. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.